Like if I was just starting out as a content creator, what would I tell myself? So that applies to you. If you want to become a content creator, I think that content creation is the ultimate multi-passionate career opportunity. And the fact that it's so huge, it's such a growing industry. It's so new and it's, it's super popular. What's up, pals? And welcome back to another episode of The Passion Project. I'm your host, Hallie Smith, visual storyteller and creator on TikTok and YouTube. I hope that this podcast can inspire you to get out of your comfort zone and into your passions so that you can live a truly fulfilling life. And the best part about it is, is we're on this journey together. So let's go. Hello, my podcast beans. Welcome back. I am excited to be recording another episode because it feels like it's been a while for me since I've recorded. I think that the last time I recorded was a couple weeks ago because I've been pretty busy and on the go, so I had to do a little bit of pre-recording. Uh, so it's good to be back, and I'm really excited about today's episode. Something else you might have noticed is a different jingle on the intro. So there's a story behind that, actually, and it is that my brother made it. My brother made that jingle, so he... And it's so relevant to the podcast, which is why I really wanted to use what he created as a part of the passion project. So my brother's younger than me. He's the middle child. And I have one other younger brother. So Blake, the middle child, um, the one we're talking about right now. During quarantine, he started a passion project, guitar. So he started playing guitar just for fun and it's evolved into one of what it seems to be one of his things he's most passionate about. He recently started playing gigs and it's really cool to see him keep growing and getting better at it and how far he's come from when he first started during quarantine. So with that being said, I reached, I, I texted him and I was like, hey, you should, you should make an intro for the podcast because he said he'd listened to the first couple episodes. I was like, you should totally do a jingle intro if that's something you know how to do or whatever. I think it's called a riff. I think that's the technical term for it. Um, And he was super stoked about it. And he made me a riff for the intro. So I think it's perfect. I think it totally fits my vibe, the vibe of the passion project and just the vibe of my videos in general and my personal brand. I think he nailed it. It was his first attempt too. So definitely go give him a follow on Instagram. I linked his Instagram in the show notes and he's going to be posting more guitar content. If that's something you're into, if that's one of your passions, definitely go give him a follow and maybe, maybe having a few of you coming over there from the podcast will inspire him to actually do more posting about his passion because he's really good at it. So moving on to today's topic, what I want to give you guys today is some advice. Some advice on becoming a content creator. As you guys know, I am a full-time content creator. I have been for the past two years. I'm kind of framing the episode today as what I would tell myself two years ago. Like if I was just starting out as a content creator, what would I tell myself? So that applies to you. If you want to become a content creator, I think that content creation is the ultimate multi-passionate career opportunity and the fact that it's so huge it's such a growing industry it's so new and it's it's super popular a lot of people might be turned off by the fact that it is so popular right now and think oh my gosh everybody's doing it but I see it as something that's going to be a typical regulated industry it's going to be something that's the same as saying hey I'm an accountant or I'm going to be a lawyer 
You're saying, I'm going to become a content creator. It's just not to that point yet where it's regulated, et cetera, et cetera. All the things that things have to go to to get integrated into our society. So I do think it's the ultimate multi-passionate career path. And it's used in almost every business now. Like if you make... I don't know, cotton candy or smoothies or you sell coffee. Everything is social media. People are going on TikTok. People are going on Instagram and they're searching for places there over Google. I actually read an article about this recently. So social media is huge. Content creation is huge. And so I wanted to give you guys a topic today to see how you like it and give you some tips on how to become a content creator from the perspective of what I would tell myself when I was starting out. So up first, number one to number one. Stop thinking, start doing. Pretty straightforward. I cannot tell you how many people I've talked to or how many times I've had the conversation where someone's like, dang, you're you're so lucky to be doing that or I've always wanted to do content creation or man, I wish I could do that. First, I wanna say, yes, I'm very fortunate. I love what I do and I'm really grateful that I've been able to get myself here and all the factors that have played into it, the people that have helped me along the way, etc. But I'm also here to tell you that you can do it too. You're not gonna get there by, by thinking your way all the way there. Of course, there's strategic thinking. I've done episodes on the importance of taking a step back and thinking and having your mission, but you're ultimately gonna get there by doing things. You're gonna get there by starting. A lot of times we can get caught up in all of our ideas, especially if you're multi-passionate or just a passionate person in general. You might have so many ideas going around your head that you, you think yourself to death and you never actually get started. So maybe you have 20 directions you wanted to go in with your channel. Maybe you have five different passions and you're like, oh, well, I could show you guys my passion for working out, but I could also show you guys my passion for hiking, but I could also show you guys my passion for making smoothies, whatever it may be. You might feel like you have all these different things you wanna showcase. Just pick one to start with. You don't have to, It's you're not marrying the idea. Just pick one to start, get started, do it. Take action and you'll learn more by trying something and failing at it or figuring out as you go than you will by sitting there and doing nothing. You will learn more if you do something and realize it's not for you or you fail at it than you will by not taking any action. So that is tip number one. Stop thinking, start doing. Number two, stay true to your mission and don't get caught up in the vanity metrics. Vanity metrics are things like follower count, views, going viral every time you post. The things that it's really hard as a content creator to not feel like you have to be doing to be successful. But what are your success metrics? It doesn't have to be going viral. So I like to say, I would like to say to myself two years ago, and also I keep reminding myself of this as well, but this is a great place for you to start. What is your mission? Start there. Even before you do the tip number one, stop thinking, start doing, even before you do that, what is your mission? This is even a way to get you started because it's a way to get unstuck from the idea right off the bat that you have to immediately have a niche or like one thing that you're committing to. It gives you the freedom to be flexible while also staying in one clear, concise direction. So think about how are you giving? How are you serving others? What do you what do you want to help people do? What message do you want to spread? What message do you want to share? Do you want to entertain people? Do you want to teach people? 
Do you want to get your voice out there? Do you want to become a motivational speaker? Did you go through something in your life that maybe you want to make sure nobody else ever goes through that or teach them how to handle the situation you're in? Whatever it is, as you go along, pay attention to what works, but don't get caught up in it. So what I mean by this is, yes, check out the gurus. Do your research. Watch some YouTube videos on the best strategies. Get knowledgeable on different growth strategies, ways of going viral, ways of creating content, ways of getting in front of the audience that you want to be talking to, but don't get too caught up in that because you don't want to do something just because it works. If a strategy, there's so many different strategies out there and that you can use to start your passion project or to start your business or whatever it may be, or a hobby. We talked about that I think two weeks ago now, but pick a strategy that aligns with you. There's strategies that, you know, they're so different. Like for example, marketing, there's the law of attraction, attraction marketing, where you're not necessarily being that pushy salesperson, you're attracting deals to you. But if you are that person that likes to feel like you have more control of your leads, then maybe you wanna do something that's more, not pushy, but like a strategy where you are going after the leads and you're pushing for it instead of, the attraction marketing. So all that being said, there's so many different strategies out there. Don't just settle for something that that lands in front of you just because someone's saying it works. Make sure it aligns with that mission and what you're trying to accomplish. Because I know from personal experience, chasing those vanity metrics, chasing just views, just going viral, just follower count, clout chasing, I guess you could call it. It's never going to leave you fulfilled. It's never going to feel good, even if you are quote unquote successful. When I hit a million followers, I talked about this in my very first episode. I was like, okay. And and that sounds bad, but I just, I didn't feel fulfilled because the way that I was doing things wasn't aligned with who I was and what I stood for. It's not to say I was doing anything like terrible, but it didn't feel right to me. And ultimately it just wasn't it, just wasn't it. Fulfillment comes from doing work that's truly meaningful to you and sharing it with the world, getting it in front of other people, sharing what you're passionate about with the world. That's where true fulfillment is going to come from. So one tangible thing that you can do to help with this is to have content pillars. The way I do it now is I kind of think of it as three three buckets and you can do content pillars for genres of content, but the way I do it right now is I think of it in the goal for the content. So I have one type of content is viral content where the goal is to go viral. I am trying to get it in front of a lot of people. I'm trying to get a lot of views and I'm trying to grow my accounts, but that's only a, I would say a third or maybe, maybe a little 50% ish of my content now. And now I focus on these other two pillars, which are relationship building and explorative content. So relationship building are things like, Hey, join my newsletter, or maybe it's a vlog where I'm telling you guys about my day or I'm doing a vlog today actually about this podcast, telling you guys a vlog about how I do my podcast, just kind of where you get to know, your audience gets to know you better. And then the explorative content is just trying new concepts where I don't know if it's going to do well. I don't know if it's going to go viral. It might flop. It might not. But I, I intentionally do it as an exploration so that if it does bad, then I'm like, okay, maybe it didn't work. But then if it does good, I say, okay, move this into the category of viral content or maybe relationship building. You just kind of got to see how it plays out. So that's tip number two. And now we're on to tip number three, which is set a roadmap. Reasonably, what can you do? 
Do you have a full-time job right now? Uh, Do you have a part-time job right now? What can you manage as you're starting as a content creator? You don't have to start full-time to do it. You don't have to be crazy like me. Just kidding. Um, But that's essentially what I did. Uh, So what can you reasonably do right now? Is it posting once a week? Is it posting twice a week, three times a week? For this podcast, I ideally wanted to do twice a week, but it wasn't feasible based uh, on top of everything I'm already doing. So for this podcast, what was reasonable for me was once a week and it's been working. I've been consistent with it. So figure out how much you can do reasonably. How long are you going to do it for before you maybe adjust, see if you need to switch courses, see if everything's working. Tell yourself, for me, I said, I'm going to do this for six months to a year before I decide whether or not it's good for me or whether or not it's worth it. So give yourself a time frame. What can you reasonably do each week? Number three, what are you going to start with? What niche are you going to start with? You got to start with something. What interest? Okay, I won't say niche. What interest are you going to start with? What passion? Start with one thing. Try it again. Look back, see how it's going. And if you want to change to a different one and you feel like it needs to happen, then do it. And then, of course, this also includes the mission. So in your roadmap, to becoming a content creator, write out your mission. So this kind of is is reverse engineering. I maybe should have said these in different order, but you can always go back, rewind, and re-listen to the first two. So that mission that we talked about in the second one, this is part of this roadmap that I would recommend building as you get started or before. And tip number four is what I did not do, but what I'm telling you and I would tell myself to do in hindsight. And that is start it as a side hustle or a passion project. What this is going to give you the freedom and flexibility to do is explore your monetization avenues without pressure or judgment. For me, I jumped in with two feet because I was already freelancing and I was like, why not just keep doing this? I was like being stubborn and thinking, oh, I'm not going to get a full-time job because I can do it. And I have, but it's been stressful at times. And there's been a lot of times when I wished I had that lack of pressure to monetize things. So if you're starting out, start it as a side hustle, slowly implement it, build that into your roadmap and don't put this pressure on yourself that you have to be making money for it. Explore different things, explore affiliate marketing, brand deals, user generated content creation. There's so many different ways you can make money as a content creator. And I could probably do an episode on that, a full episode on each of these, honestly. So let me know what you guys want to know more of. Um, But yeah, start as a side hustler passion project where there's not that pressure to make money full-time off of what you're doing with your content. Tip number five, get good at telling a good story. No matter what you're doing, whether you realize it or not, a story is being told. In this podcast, I'm telling you guys a story. In every video I make, I'm telling a story. This is a skill that I'm constantly trying to hone and I'm always working to get better at because I've realized that it's everything. Even in life, life is a story. Your life is a story that is unfolding in front of your very eyes. Every time you talk to your friends, you're probably telling a story. You're telling your mom about something that happened last week. You're telling a story. Everything's a story. So get good at it. I didn't realize it at first, but my going to Dunkin' and Starbucks until someone guesses my name right, that is one big story. 
It tells a story about my life and a struggle that I've always dealt with. And it relates to people because other people feel that pain. Other people have issues with people spelling their name right. And it's it's lighthearted and it's funny, but it's telling a story. People couldn't get my name right, name right growing up. People couldn't get my name right at Starbucks in college. I would laugh about it. And now I made it into a video series that's able to communicate this story and connect with other people who also kind of had the same issue. Again, this could probably be a whole episode, but I wanna give you a few basics to focus on when you are honing your storytelling skills, those being the mood. What's the mood of the of the video? Are you, Is it happy? Is it sad? Is it scary? What's the setting? Where are you at? Who's the main character? Is it you? Is it someone else? What's the point of view? Are you telling it from your point of view? Are you telling it in past tense? Are you telling it in future tense? Are you telling it in present tense? Think about the tense and the, and the point of view that you're telling it from. What's the character development? Who are they at the beginning versus who are they at the end? And ultimately, what is learned? What is the moral of the story? What's the moral of the story at the end of the day that the viewer is gonna get from watching the video? What did you learn? What did the character, the main character learn? So yes, tip number five, tell a story and get good at it. And now we are on to tip number six. I didn't tell you guys how many tips I'm doing, but there's gonna be seven today. So there's one more after this. Tip number six, and, and it could go counterintuitive to the last one, but we're, we're, I'm going to hone in on what I mean by this. So six, just invest in the nicer equipment when you're ready, okay? And I add the when you're ready because the story, perfecting the story and what you're talking about and getting a viewer interested doesn't have to do with the equipment you have. Being able to tell a story, you could have a crappy camera. That's the beautiful thing that that has been brought to life through TikTok is if people can tell a story, it doesn't matter if they're just flipping their phone up real quick and taking a, a quick selfie video. It doesn't have to be beautiful and perfect. They just have to tell a story. But with that being said, just invest in nicer equipment if you are number one, committed to being a content creator. And number two, you have the means to do it. For the longest time, of course, I started with the cheap Amazon easy equipment and it worked, it got the job done, but it wasn't necessarily the most efficient. I had this tripod that was practically falling apart and I was using it for months and it, it took so much time, but I was like, no, I gotta save for my business. I gotta save, I don't wanna spend too much money. No, I should have bought this tripod that I'm using right now, like a year before I actually bought it. It would have saved me so much time and energy. And also it sometimes held me back from doing certain videos. Cause I was like, oh, it's gonna take me so long to set up the tripod and move it and yada, yada, yada. Just invest in the equipment if you have the means to do it. Don't be afraid to make that little jump. Obviously, if you don't have the means, don't be reckless with it. But if you can, just do it. With that being said, I did make a list of my favorite content creation equipment on Amazon. I have an Amazon storefront. I link it in the bio, or not the bio, the show notes. It's linked in there. So if you wanna check out all of the higher quality equipment that I use and recommend, go check it out. And last but not least, tip number seven, have a solid, efficient content creation system or workflow. Again, this will save you time, this will save you energy, it'll save you stress, and it'll save you your content. I can't tell you guys how many videos of mine have been, they're not gone, they're obviously still on TikTok because you can save them without the watermark and stuff, 
but it's really hard to repurpose them. And also I kind of forget because like I've made so many videos at this point that I don't remember like what I made in 2020 this one time that went viral. So make sure you have a system of how you're filming, editing, and saving your content so that you can come back to it. You never know what's gonna go viral and what's gonna do super well and what could become an iconic series. As I was making the Dunkin' and Starbucks videos, I did not know that they were gonna be iconic to this day. And luckily most of them I have saved well, but a few of the episodes I have to just download them off of TikTok and I don't have the flexibility to have the version without the music soundtrack, which kind of sucks sometimes because repurposing and a lot of different platforms, they don't always have that music. You don't always have the rights to use that music. So let me tell you what I do now to help you out. Hopefully, if you're gonna do this, write this down and use the system I use, make it work for you, whatever. But what I do right now, I film my video on my phone or if it's a long form, I film it on my ZV-1, my Sony ZV-1 camera. Number two, I move it to an external hard drive. I started doing this because my laptop can never handle all of the storage. I tried doing iCloud, did not work for me. It always messed up my phone. So I, I started investing in external hard drives and I take everything off, put it on the external hard drive right after. Then I edit on my laptop. Used to edit on my phone, not anymore. Edit on my laptop. And then I, this is key, this is crucial. Do not forget this if you're following the system. Export your video, export your final videos with a soundtrack and without a soundtrack. Some people you might not need to have it with the soundtrack. You can completely just do without the sound, the audio soundtrack. And I mean, but when I say that, I mean the music. Don't like cut the audio to silent. Just the music. Some people will just add the music on TikTok or on YouTube shorts or on Instagram reels, but I recommend having one of each. Just because of the way I edit, I like to duck the sound up and down throughout the video as needed. So make sure you have those two options because then you can always have the flexibility to have control and own your content. And then obviously last step is to just move it to deep storage and make sure that all those videos are organized in a way that I can easily access them and find them when I want to repost or do some sort of compilation video. So we're gonna do a quick little recap. I feel like that was a lot, you guys. I feel like, okay, number one, stop thinking, start doing. I should have made that tip number seven because it's like, do all these other things, take them into consideration, and then just do it. Don't get stuck in that overthinking loop. So stop thinking, start doing. Stay true to your mission. Don't get caught up in the vanity metrics. Set a roadmap. Number four, start as a side hustle or a passion. Number five, get good, and I mean good, at telling a story. Number six, just invest in that nicer equipment if you can. And number seven, have a solid content organization system. So there you have it, guys. Those are my seven tips that I would tell myself starting out as a content creator and that I am telling you to use. Whether you're just starting or you already are a content creator, I think a lot of those can help you as well, even if you already got started. So get out there, gain that confidence through doing, start posting, just freaking post. You got this. I believe in you. And if, if you do any of these things, let me know. I want this to be a two-way conversation. So send in your, or again, if you're on YouTube, comment. I noticed some of you guys have been commenting, but if you're listening, send it into Hallie's Passion Project at gmail.com. I mean, I, ch I check that and I read all your guys' emails. And if you want to, I mentioned this before. If you want to check out any of that content creation equipment I was talking about, the Amazon storefront is linked in the show notes. It also has a list of my favorite books, which I think I'm going to be talking about in the next episode, next week's episode. 
So if this helped you, if you know anybody who is an aspiring content creator who maybe has a YouTube channel but needs some help with it, share this podcast. Be sure to share this episode with anyone you think it could help, especially if you know someone who wants to become a content creator or maybe they have a business and they need to start getting into content or maybe they just want to for funsies. And last but not least, don't forget about the bonus episodes over on Patreon. The first one came out last month and the second one's coming up this coming out this upcoming month. There's all kinds of other perks over there, but the most relevant to you guys is the podcast chat community as well as the bonus episodes. So go check that out. As always, linked in the show notes. And that is all. That is all for this week, pals. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Let me hear your feedback. I love hearing from you guys. And I will see you in the next episode, my podcast beans. Peace out.